I'm Carrie. And I'm Fifi. And this is Bonus, Bonus Features. Bonus Features. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Hey, shout out to Rusty Acres today for mm. providing us with another delicious passion fruit agave cider. Super yum. It was a delightful drink that we had before. My, my on deck Ooh. is a, I don't know, Topo Chico. I don't know how you say it. Ooh, Hot like it. seltzer, tropical mango. I am just going to stick with an old school ultra. Oh, ah! So boring. But <laughs> all I can think of is on, um, remember that show, The Stew, when they're like so oh, meaty. So meaty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Oh, right. how was our weekend? It was great. Here's what we got to tell you. So this weekend we drove four and a half hours to get to Green Bay, Wisconsin. 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 And I tell you what, we had a hell of a time. But this is what is so crazy about our Wisconsin trip. So we drive four and a half hours. It took us six hours to get there because of a right. long lunch. Yeah. And uh, not because we wanted it to be long, but that's no. just what happened. Anyways, happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Um, We... We went to Wisconsin to watch the Judds. Yes, it was some Winona. Amazing. The it show gave was me all the feels. Amazing. I feel complete. We but were among the youngest. We, we were. We were among the young. <laughs> we were among the youngest. <laughs> but okay, so before the show starts, this is real crazy. My husband and I are in the beer line to get some some adult beverages, and there's these four ladies behind us and they are just wild and fun and crazy and we're talking to them and they're just we're just having a really good time because the line was real long mm-hmm. anyways so the one lady's like where are you guys from and i go oh you're not gonna know it i said we live in manchester iowa you know blah 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 and she's like oh my god we live in Farley, which is 25 <laughs> minutes away right? from where we live. Like Both super small towns. We are four and a half hours away. That's so wild. And we're super close. And I'm like, oh my God, we used to live in Dyersville, which is five miles away from right? Farley. It's <laughs> so just wild. nuts. So we get back to our seats and these ladies are in the same row as us. And there's nine of them. They were in the same row. They were in the same row I as they us. They were down farther than no, you. No, they're in the same row oh. as us. Okay, so then we are watching the concert. It is great. Blah blah blah. We get to the end. It's almost over, and I'm like, I gotta go. I can't hold it anymore. And we didn't do a great job picking out our seats. We were right in the middle, in the middle. of everybody. That's the worst. Ten people on each side of us to get through. Ooh. So we go out, and I'm like, there's only like two songs left. I'm not going back in. So we try standing kind of in the hall, like mm-hmm. not I don't not the hall, but like the entrance. Like the kind entrance of kind of. And there's like this chick there who was not very nice. Security. Security, 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 saying, You can't be here. Mm. And I'm like, why? She's like, if something happened, I can't have you in the way. And I'm like, if something happened, I won't still be fucking we'll standing fucking here. And run our asses out of here just like everybody else. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I have a head start. <laughs> So there's these two ladies that were in the bathroom and I heard them talking and they came out and this might get a little weird. And I'm like, oh, were you the ladies talking in the bathroom about this? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we started talking, <laughs> making fast friends. We talked for a couple minutes and I'm like, are you ladies with the girls from Farley? And they're like, yes. I'm like, we're from Manchester. <laughs> so wild. We all became BFFs and we went to the bar that they were going to afterwards. Right. And then we found out while we're at the bar. So I'm like, this is my friend Fifi and her husband, Corey. Mm-hmm. And Fifi's like, oh, my God, that's my son's teacher. Right. She's one of the teachers <laughs> at the school. 
It was so much fun. It was a small world. Great concert. We had such a great weekend in Green Bay. I highly recommend going there yeah. and checking it out. Even if you're not a Packers fan. Fun bars. We had a lot cool of fun. Bars. A lot good of food. Fun. Really good food. Yeah. It was a great time. All right. If you may have seen our posts on the Facebook and the Instagram mm-hmm. of that great big hill. Oh my gosh, that great Boy. big hill. We, we talked and contemplated and wondered, and then we were going to full go for like, it. Fully clothed, though. Fully clothed. We're going to do it with, with our, our shorts on. around. Yes. <laughs> and Carrie starts to get down on the ground, and it was wet, so we bailed. Yeah, I got my knee on the ground, and I'm like, oh. Abort, abort, abort. It's wet. We yeah. are not rolling down this hill. Yeah. So we did not go for a, a spin. But- <laughs> Maybe something. Spin. Spin. So clever. <laughs> All right. What's next? Hey, we had predictive a post text. also on Facebook. We did a predictive text um, for Spooky Month of After the Ghost Scared Me, It Told Me. Okay. Predictive. predictive what did it tell predictive. me? So these are, they were, some of them were so good. Oh my these, God. You guys they killed were it with so these. They were good. hilarious. I love these things. Here are just a few of the really good ones from... One from Elaine. After the ghost scared me, it told me that this is the first time they have ever seen anybody jump and pee their pants at the same time. <laughs> she talking about me. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay, one from Kyle. After the ghost scared me, it told me that I needed to be careful about what my body could handle when I'm in the bed with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that you better be careful. So way more than it wanted to see. <laughs> so you be careful. All right, and one from Samantha. All After right. the ghost scared me, it told me to get fucked and go home before I make a mess. Mess. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like the ghost tells you to get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. <right? laughs> Don't make a mess. Mess. <laughs> My house. I love it. Yeah. Super fun. It. So we're going to do probably another one of those here coming up in the next week Oh, or so. we found so, a good one today that yeah. we're going to do, and it's going to be great. It's going to be so funny. I'm so excited. And now it's time for Cringe with Carrie. Cringe with Carrie. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound like I was about to die, but it just started that way, so I just kept going with it. I love how you made, you made me a little intro. <laughs> All right, so some of these are cringier than others. And, and I have a fun little bit of a cringe to add on. Oh, to the yeah. End. So I'm going to start out with this one's, these, this one's not as cringy, but I just think it's one of those things where you're like, whoa. All right, the first, whoa. There are 10 human body parts that are only three letters long. Huh. Eye, hip, arm, leg, ear, toe, jaw, rib, lip, gum. Internizing. It's just kind of like, whoa. Whoa. Huh. We're going to stick with the bone theme. A quarter of all of your bones are located in your feet. 25%. A quarter of all of your bones? 25% of all of your bones are in your feet. Wow. We were talking to, Adelie was reading this book for homework last night about, and something was about bones. And we're trying to explain to her, like, she thought bones bend. Because one of the facts was bones can't bend. And she's like bones can bend i can bend my arm and so we're like trying to explain i'm like this is we're wasting our time she's not gonna understand this for a long time (laughs) okay sorry continue all right and the last one my mom's favorite your bones are wet ew Let's just all think That's, about that for a long time just disgusting your bones are wet like, all, oh i'm sorry excuse me your all bones the time. are wet all the time <laughs> it's not 
sounds like something somebody would they just don't dry out. randomly say in a restaurant somewhere. They don't dry out until you're dead. Ugh. And even then, it probably takes a long time, right? Yeah. Yucko. Let's do that fact for next time. <laughs> My a fun little cringe. So we like to tell jokes with our kids. And one of them on our little thing at work was, um, why was the apple crying? Because its peelings were hurt, right? <laughs> so I told that to my kids. And Cohen was like, apples don't have peels. Bananas have peels. And I said, but you can peel an apple. And they're like arguing with me about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you can peel anything with skin. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cringe. I, I stopped the conversation right there and What's they didn't ask chick's name What's they didn't Margaret ask any questions after that thankfully who, who peeled her her boyfriend left his skin hanging for the cops to find oh yeah ew gross <laughs> you're like giggle giggle well they said she did such a great job when the cops walked in the house they knew whose skin it was yeah that's wild no that's a cringe yeah that's a super cringe alright how about some folk with Fifi <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. So this is from history.com. In the period leading up to the Great Depression, Halloween had become a time when young men could blow off steam and cause mischief. Oh. Sometimes they went too far. In 1933, parents were outraged when hundreds of teenage boys flipped over cars, sawed off telephone poles, oh. and engaged in other acts of vandalism across the country. That's blowing off steam? Yes, sawing wait, off wait, a telephone pole. Can I just maybe Pretty sure you a might statement. get dead. Vandalism is not blowing off steam. It right, is a yeah. crime. Yeah, separate situations. Yes. Okay, so... People began to refer to that year's holiday as Black Halloween, similarly to the way they referred to the stock market crash four years earlier as Black Tuesday, rather than banning the holiday, because that was a conversation. (laughs) Oh, jeez. As some demanded, many communities began organizing Halloween activities and haunted houses to keep restless would-be pranksters occupied. Those aren't pranks. So that's when they started doing haunted houses and trick-or-treating. Oh. Was to keep them naughty kids. Naughty kids in line. In line. All right. So last week I said that I had a couple of um, funny haunted house things to tell you guys. And these are both real short, but I just think that. Well, thanks to the Great Depression, you've got these stories to tell. Thanks to the Great Depression, I can tell you about how big of a dork I am. (laughs) So back in the day when I was in high school, I was with like two or three girlfriends and we went to a haunted house. And it was one that it was in an old house and you went up some steps or whatever. Okay. Those can I can I just jump in? Sure. I think those are the absolute worst. Oh yeah. When you're on a multi level because it's like you're either jumping out a window and possibly dying or like you just have to finish it. There's no escape. <laughs> well, maybe you'll appreciate this. Continue. I can't wait. So we go into this room, one of the parts and it's it's completely black. Okay, and it's, I, from what I remember, it had like a black light and it had some like neon stuff on the sides. Oh. And you have to try to find your way out of this room that, you know, looks like it has no door. They kind of set it up like a maze a little bit or something. Right, but it was just one room. And okay. so I'm feeling against the wall and it's completely dark. Oh, God. It's the, I, I go. Don't like it. I go. I find the opening and I run out, you know, like 
pretty fast because there was like a clown in there that was all okay. glowing and gross. And I fell down half a flight of steps. <gasps> <laughs> like I found the wrong exit. <laughs> Fine. Oh, I mean, man. don't everybody be worried. Was it where you had come in? No. No, it was, no, just it was like the, the back steps way. for like them to use. Oh, you the would people think they at would the haunted house totally blocked off somehow. You would think so, but oh my yeah, gosh. I found the wrong exit and I completely went down half a flight of steps. So what happened then? Did anybody I, like check on you? Like, well, like the clown thing was like, "Bro, oh, you gotta go this way." <laughs> I'm like, he wasn't like, "Okay, you okay?" <laughs> like, I'm just like, Ugh. "Okay." So I just got up and went on my merry little way. Yikes. Okay, so fast forward, probably I don't know, five, ten years later, when back in the day, we used to get a carload of cousins and husbands. That sounds weird. Female cousins and our husbands. How about that? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Just find a carload of... There hey, was, are you cousins? Jump in. Are there you was, husbands? <laughs> Come on. There was six of us. <laughs> we used to get into a car and we would just drive to all these different um, mm-hmm. haunted houses and we'd all go through them and we would... Like a haunted we house We would do haunted. like four or five a night. Yeah. On one night and it was just a lot of fun. Uh, so we went to... We went to a couple, and then we got to this one. I don't know what it was called. They all sound Terror of Darkness, House right. of Horror, whatever. All They're all the same. same. So we get to this one, and I'm like, you know what? We waited in line forever. And I'm like, I'm going to be brave, guys. Okay. Let me tell you this. <laughs> I'm one of the biggest little Sallies when we go into a haunted house. I am screaming. Yeah. I am terrified. Uh-huh. I One time, I pushed a little kid. I didn't mean to, <laughs> but like they wouldn't back up, and I just don't know what to do with my hands. And I'm freaking out, like, ah, get away from me. Like, and I'm, I'm sorry, kid. I really didn't mean it. Probably but I pushed them bruise. semi, not gently, out of my way. Not like, I didn't like shove them. Oh, I just yeah, gave them a push, right, like, get right, out of my way. Right. Okay. So we get up there and I'm like, I'm going to lead us in this one. All right. So this particular haunted house, your whole group has a rope. And everybody has to hang on to the rope. A rope that travels with you. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. It's like a six foot long rope. And okay. everyone hangs on to it. And there's a knot in the front and a knot in the back. Okay. So we're hanging on to this rope. And then there's my husband. So I'm in the lead because I'm going to do this. You're going to be brave. Then there's my husband who finds haunted houses hilarious. Oh, yeah. The people walk up to him. He just laughs and like pushes them through so they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> like that's the kind of guy right. he is. Okay. <laughs> He's the anchor. Uh, I don't think about this when we're going. Right. So we're going through this haunted house. I am in the lead. I am being brave and whatever. Did he he do this on purpose? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because it seems something devious that he would do. I'm holding on to this rope. (laughs) And someone scared the crap out of me. And I literally went to take off running. And as I'm holding on to this rope, my husband doesn't move. And I just go, what? It fell right on my face. So I got to this oh, God, that's funny. Oh, man. I meant, was he at the end on purpose oh, so that he could slow you he's, down? He's on the end because he he's likes the to big let tough the, guy. He's the big tough guy. He likes okay. to let the, the ghosts and goblins go in front of him because he enjoys watching everyone else be scared of them. Okay. okay. Which he got a real good view of that two years ago. Oh, man. I went through a haunted house with my cousin. And his wife's like, I'm not going with him. And I'm like, I'll go with you. I love a good scare. Right. I'm like, I screamed the whole time. Yeah. So did he. Oh, yes. <laughs> My arm was sore for over a week from how much he jerked me around going through that haunted house. Because you were linked up. He ran out like a little person. Little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. 
I don't do that shit. I don't do it. We went to the Trail of Terror Ooh. Light Fright Ooh. with the kids last year. And I was okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it's still light outside. It wasn't that bad. There were little kids with us. When I was in like elementary or high school, I think. Not sure. Middle school. I have no idea how old I was. I went to one at one of those old buildings in Hopkinton, which mm-hmm. was like an upstairs one. Never the fuck again. No way. Not, <laughs> never. 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 And then I did like a haunted barn one once, but we had been drinking like a whole bunch beforehand. And I mean, I remember it being kind of scary, but not like. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, I wouldn't mind maybe trying it again sometime. We should go this year. We should, maybe. I uh, love going. I am myself. the biggest scaredy cat, but I still put myself through it. Ugh. I don't know why. Every time I'm going through it, I I'm like, why it. do I do this to myself? Right. But I do it because I love it. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. So now we have some treats for you guys today. Oh, guys. The stories today. So um, I'm going to read a hook. A real great one. And then Fifi's going to have parts two and three of The Part Lady in Black. two and three of The Woman in Black. The Woman in Black. <sighs> Sorry. Yes, it's going to be so good. Okay, so this is a true story that happened near Dubuque. Uh, if you're not from from Iowa, you, um, Dubuque is, is one of the bigger cities here in, mm-hmm. on the East Trinot Coast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe border. Hey, you know, that's a great word. I'll go (laughs) not coast. Okay. The coast of the Mississippi. Okay, here we go. In 2009 or 2010, we rearranged our living room to accommodate a larger wall-hung TV. This meant we had a wall mirror that had to be relocated. I put said mirror in antique at the bottom of our basement stairs since I didn't know where else to place it. It wasn't immediate, but after a while, I started noticing an odd presence in the basement. I could tell it was male and that he was watching me. Ooh. I had my desk and computer down there, and I would work on side projects in the evening. Sometimes I could tell it was moving around the room when I was working. Nobody in the family wanted to go into the basement. In fact, the basement as a whole was radiating a dark, heavy energy. Oh my goodness. It was weird. After a while, I gathered that this entity, entity was hanging around the basement bedroom behind me as I sat at my desk. The bedroom had an old dresser with an oval mirror on the top and a granite insert on the top center surface between two raised drawers. Okay, okay. okay. picture that? Yeah. This dresser belonged to my wife's grandmother who passed maybe eight years earlier. I figured the entity was either her husband who refinished the piece or the original builder. Either way, this was an attachment and I figured it was harmless. It just seemed to be watching. Over time, the energy felt more negative. We had two cats that were not getting along, and the whole family seemed to be in a negative mood. My wife and daughters hated venturing into the basement for anything. It seemed that the strongest negativity was from the bottom of the stairs. A few years went by, and I bought a weight set and started working out in the basement. And during a workout, I realized the mirror at the base of the stairs was facing me. And that something was watching me from there. Oh my god. I told it that I knew it was there and I told it to get out of my house. It didn't. Oh my god. At one point, my youngest daughter had a friend over and together they went to the basement. My daughter's friend came back up the stairs saying there's a tall man down there and he doesn't like me. (laughs) 
It was wild getting some confirmation that I was actually experiencing something Oh, my gosh. Did she see it? She must have seen it. Oh, my gosh. Because she said tall. Yeah, she knew it was tall. Oh, creep. Mm. I'll be starting to get the goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Sitting in the living room near the top of the stairs in, in the evenings watching TV, it became increasingly uncomfortable to be near the stairs. One evening, as our family was arriving home from some school event, I parked the car and went in first to yell at this entity to get out of the house. I didn't want to have my own family think I was nuts, so I went in alone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, stay out here for a minute. I gotta just do something. Just let me go in the house for a minute. That's fine. (laughs) When I opened the door and stepped in, I walked right into this entity (gasps) face to face, but couldn't see him. I think it startled it as much as me because while I was shocked, I could tell. Hold on, turn the page. I could tell it went back downstairs. This entity was my height at six foot or a little taller and had a similar mass. I still yelled at it. It still made no difference. Oh my God. While the mirror at the base of the stairs seemed like a source, there was still something not right about that old dresser in the basement bedroom. Something was off. After four or five years of living with this, I took a few pictures. Wait. Yeah. Four or five years? Four or five years. years. Yep. This I started in like 2000. burn the house down by then. <laughs> well, maybe don't burn your house Man. down. This started 2009, 2010. Oi. All right. I took a few pictures of the old dresser and submitted them to a paranormal, paranormal group I oh. had joined on Facebook. Immediately, the comment started like, can't you hear that? And... Can't you hear the crying? What? No. That's why I'm sharing because I was hoping someone else could read into the situation hear and it? enlighten me. Yeah, it says, can't you hear the crying? By looking at a picture? I guess. I don't know. It freaks <gasps> me out. Oh, my God. It gives me all of the goosebumps. Yes. Ew, <sighs> there are a few gifted people in that group. More gifted than I imagined. I was told there's a younger girl at the dresser and she's upset and scared. Oh, gosh. Then I got an IM from someone in the Facebook group. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I just got head chills. (laughs) I've got chills. My arms are covered. (laughs) This IM had a message from a lady in another state, maybe 700 or more miles away. She said she would like to astral travel to my location with my permission and she could check things out. What? Okay, so I had to look up exactly what this meant because I I wasn't I like I've heard the story astral projection. So I knew what this was. So astral projection is um an out of body experience that assumes the ex- existence of a subtle body called an astral body through which consciousness can function separately from the physical body and travel throughout the astral plane. So, like, she can travel there and kind of take over his body? No, I think she can just travel there with his permission, check out his house, and, like, and then walk leave. around in spiritual yep. And then form. go back to her house. So, if, wild. In a star of disbelief, I said, sure, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did. With a little guidance, she was able to visit my house and she got back to me with the names of the spirits she had witnessed, asking if I knew any of them. She had my wife and kids, and then she asked if I knew an Ethan or a Rebecca or a Rosemary. What? Well, I didn't know Ethan or Rebecca, Rosemary was my wife's grandmother's name. 
And it turns out that she is the one attached to the dresser. Oh, my goodness. Okay. No problem for Rosemary. She was and is a kind soul. So I figured it felt weird, but it's not a scary situation. Then my Facebook friend told me the situation. (laughs) But first she asked if I had two mirrors facing each other in the house. I didn't think of any at first, but realized that when I said, set the old mirror at the base of the basement stairs, it was in, in line of sight of the oval mirror on the dresser in the basement bedroom. Oh. This created a portal that by strange circumstances had Rebecca and Ethan running through it. Oh. It turns out that long ago, Ethan had killed Rebecca and her sister. What? He felt he owned them and committed suicide to be with them. What? While Rebecca's sister got away and was able to cross over, Rebecca had been on the run from Ethan. Rebecca came through the mirror portal and to escape Ethan and found Rosemary, who defended her. For years, Ethan was held off by Rosemary, who is one tough cookie. Oh my God! Rosemary, I am my. This I have, is like war. I have of the waves spirits. and waves and waves of goosebumps this right now. This is crazy. Rosemary had to endure Ethan's anger and constant verbal bar- barrage mm-hmm. of profanity. Ethan had attached himself to the mirror as he set up camp to pursue Rebecca, and yes. Ethan saw me as a threat to his ownership of Rebecca. Oh, my God. My Facebook friend had a plan, though. The plan involved getting that mirror out of the house without Ethan knowing it, knowing about it. I was told to not discuss anything about this plan in the house. Ethan can hear you. If you tip him off, he'll separate from the mirror and find another to attach. And he will start making life at home a lot less pleasant. And it will be much more difficult to remove him. Oh, my God. I needed to get the, mir- get the mirror at least 10 miles away from the house. Ten- the further, the better. So I went outside and called some friends locally who could help me relocate the mirror. One had a son in Des Moines, and he was coming home for the weekend. Perfect. <laughs> and he was willing to carry a mirror and drop it off somewhere that way. I called my son-in-law. I shared the story with him, and I'm sure he thought I was nuts. <laughs> I thought I was nuts. (laughs) The whole deal was like an episode of Supernatural. Hey, can you, uh, when you're going home, can you take this haunted mirror with you and just like throw it in a ditch somewhere? Just wait. Oh my God. My Facebook friend told me that I could, should get a blanket or something that I could wrap the mirror and cut it off from the light. If Ethan can't see, hopefully he won't know what's happening. So I went to a local hardware store and got a thick, heavy-duty tarp for this task. Oh, my gosh. On an early Saturday morning, my son-in-law came to my house and I met him outside in the driveway where Ethan couldn't hear us. I had to get him on the same page of no talking in the house. We were going to do this fast. What the heck? This is so bizarre. We went into the basement without a sound. I laid the tarp on the floor in front of the mirror. Then I laid the mirror on the tarp face down. Fully wrapping the mirror, I used packing tape to secure the tarp, thereby completing sealing off the light. We each picked up an end of the package and walked it up the stairs and outside to my car. Then I found out it didn't fit in my trunk. Oh, no. Fortunately, it did fit in my son-in-law's trunk. So off we went to the friend's house with their visiting son. Oh, my God. My friend's son was really freaked out about the mirror. 
I told him not to worry as Ethan was only targeting me and pursuing Rebecca. If the mirror were to break or somehow get exposed and Ethan were able to get free of the mirror, he'd have no interest in anyone other than Rebecca or myself. So the mirror can't break either. Right. I think he can leave the mirror if it breaks. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'm thinking smash that fucker to bits. But I, apparently I that's a bad. I don't think so. Upon arriving back at my house alone, the house felt lighter and welcoming. It was home again. The negative or evil was gone. The cats started getting along. The kids, the kids didn't fight as much. Not kidding. It was a noticeable difference. Oh my gosh. My wife had a salt block and I didn't think it was anything more than a nightlight, but she suggested that I put it in the basement to clean the area. I was surprised that it did. The, spell, the space felt even better. It was amazing. Hmm. Sunday evening, the mirror went to Des Moines, to the Des Moines area. I have no idea where it is, but I'm told it was shoved in a closet somewhere. <gasps> what? Yeah. In Des Moines. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to Des Moines. Ever again. <laughs> it's just in a closet hanging out. It's probably on Facebook Marketplace. It's <laughs> I'm just happy it all went smoothly and Ethan is many miles away. But the best part was getting another IM from my Facebook friend. She said she'd like to astral travel and visit with Rebecca and Rosemary. So I had her back and she was able to cross over Rebecca. I was told that Rebecca what? was met by her oh sister God, and she just... will never encounter Ethan again. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I had my Facebook friend ask Rebecca what year it was when she was killed. The reply was 1906. Wow. About 112 years earlier. Rebecca had been on the run for 112 years. It's unreal. Oh my God. I am all the chills right now. <laughs> now, Rosemary didn't want to cross over. She's the grandma. She wanted to stay with that basement bedroom dresser. I was fine with it for a couple more years, but after having learned the crossing over prayer, I did cross Rosemary too. I told her that her job was done and she needs to move on to a better space. My Facebook friend relayed that Rosemary wanted me to get the dresser out of the basement and use it in a bedroom, eventually going to my youngest daughter. And that's where it is now, but without Rosemary. Wow. I have so me many goosebumps. My whole body. Whole body. Wow. Full body chills. I can't believe that that mirror is just somewhere. <laughs> it's only two hours away from like, us. I don't think I'll ever buy anything used ever again. You're not supposed to buy used furniture because you don't know what's attached to it. Oh, I've heard that several times. My God. Oh, it's a good one. That's Thank you for that one. Me. Are you ready for part two of The Woman in Black? I am so excited for this. Part two it has some... Um, words in it that i'm not sure i'm gonna say right i'm gonna try my best okay okay it's called first encounter off the ranch off the ranch the following year in the summer i went with my mother to visit her parents in mexico they live in a different part of mexico in the state of chihuahua my grandmother's ranch is in the state of michoacan that's the one i think i said right i looked it up okay anyway now my mother's parents live on a ranch as well, but the house is a normal one with all the rooms inside and you don't need to go outside to go to the next room. Okay. Almost immediately, I began to experience supernatural things there. Stories for another time. In the farthest back room, there are two queen beds and two twin beds. I was sleeping in one of the twin beds that is located in one of the corners of the room. Every bed was filled as there were other cousins and relatives visiting. There's another room that you go through to get to this back room. 
Then there is a living room with two other rooms connected to it. So one night I randomly wake up. I thought that I saw something, so I sit up. As I come to, I saw the woman in black. She was facing away from me, standing at the foot of the bed of one of my cousins. I said nothing and stayed seated. She turned to the side and walked out of the room. I'm not sure what took over me, but I got the urge to follow her. No, don't do Hondo, don't do it. I got up and checked the doorway to see where she was. She was now standing at the foot of the bed in the adjacent room. She then went into the living room. I continued following. From the living room, she walked into the first room that was connected. I went into that room and she was gone. I woke up my grandmother, my mom's mom. (laughs) I told her what I just saw and she just told me to go back to bed. The following day, she told me that she would pray for that soul. I was very confused, but I let it go. You're not supposed to follow the ghost. So... He puts here, part three and others will be coming soon. I have a long history with this woman in black. History that has recently been added. So that was just a quick little part. I do have parts three, four, and five. All right. But today I'm only just going to continue on with part three. And four and five will be later. All right. Part three is called Encounter Back Home. Now, fast forward to summer of 2006. I had just moved to Iowa from California. My mother had bought a split-level casa in a quiet little neighborhood that truly gave us the warm Iowa welcome. We didn't know much about the previous owner, but one of our new neighbors told us a little about her. The reason she had sold her house was because she had terminal cancer and that she was going to pass away soon. Naturally, that gave my mother an unsettling feeling. She, too, is very religious. For us, both my mother's and father's side of the familia... We believe in God and angels, but also in devil and demons. We are also very big believers in entities. Anywho, the previous owner had passed away from the cancer later that year. Perhaps all that follows can be a combination of her spirit and the woman in black, or just the woman in black. The first thing that I can remember experience here is as follows. It was late one fall night and my familia had all gone to bed. I was laying in my room listening to my iPod when I thought I saw something in the hallway. My door was slightly cracked. In the upstairs part of the house is three bedrooms and a bathroom. My bedroom was at the end of the hallway and the furthest from the stairs. I took my headphones out and listened for a moment. I then heard the sound of someone on the stairs. I didn't freak out right away because I thought maybe it was one of my siblings getting up. I got out of bed and walked to my door. I opened it and did not see any other door open in the hallway and no one was in the bathroom i peeked around the corner down the stairs i could see into the kitchen from up there and no light was on nor did i see anyone that is when i got the fuck this attitude and went back into my room (laughs) i shut my door and sat on my bed i just stared at my door i again heard someone on the stairs i decided that i shouldn't be a pussy and just check in the hall (laughs) I went to my door, opened it, and to my surprise, it was just my brother getting home from a friend's casa. Gotcha, fuckers. (laughs) Okay, back to being serious. (laughs) It really was my brother, but I asked him if he was already home and walking around because I swear I saw and heard someone walking. He stated that he had just gotten home, but that he thought that I was up because he saw a shadow in the kitchen. 
I never told him, but I never went into the kitchen as I never left the top of the stairs. I played it off and said it was. Give me the feels. Another night, I was up late pounding my pud. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Can you say that again? JK, JK. He says... Pounding my pud? Pounding my pud. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, Hondo. We know you're not joking. He puts JK, JK, but... Hmm. Yeah, pounding your pud. Yeah. I can't say I've ever heard that before. That's no green ooze on the walls. (laughs) Pounding my pud. Okay. I was up late and was just hanging out in my room when I heard... Pounding your pud. Sorry, I can't can't stop. I know, right? Okay. I was up late and I was just hanging out in my room when I heard the sound of a chair moving in the kitchen. My bedroom door was open, so I know for a fact that no one was up... And everyone was home. I instantly got creeped out. I kept listening, but didn't hear anything else. Then there was another day in the evening. I was home alone as my family had went out to dinner. I was in the basement room when I heard the sound of dishes in the kitchen. You know, the sound they make when you move them or are grabbing one of them. Mm -hmm. Obvi, they weren't made of plastic. I shut the door to the room. The stairs that go upstairs to the main floor enter through the kitchen. This was a regular occurrence in this house. Hearing shit move, something walking, doors opening and closing. It was terrifying at first, but eventually I got used to it. No thanks. Nope. No, please. (laughs) But there was a night that changed it from hearing things to seeing things, too. It was my senior year, and my mother randomly asked me to change rooms. She stated that the master room was just too big, and she wanted my room, so we traded. So there I was, laying in bed in my new big room like a total cuck. I was watching a movie on my iPod Touch that I had eagle- illegally downloaded off of LimeWire. Wow, there are so many, like, throwbacks there. <laughs> Nobody, like, kids now, they don't know what iPods are or iPod Touch or LimeWire. No idea. That's right, bitches. <laughs> Out of the corner of my eye, I see a shadow walk past my door. Right outside my right so- right outside of my bedroom door is the stairs to go downstairs. I took an earbud out and listened. I heard the sound of someone walking on the stairs. I tried not to freak out as I have heard things before, but this time I thought I saw something, so my pulse did go up a bit. I continued to listen and then I heard the sound of someone on the stairs again. There she was. The woman in black walked past my door in the hallway. I sat there shocked. I got up and went to the hallway because my younger sister, Zoe, slept with my mom in her room. I didn't want anything to happen to them. When I got to the hallway, I did not see her. So I went into my mother's room and did not see anything. I was freaked out at this point. I sat in my bed and stared at the hallway. A few months later, I was sleeping when I suddenly woke up. In the corner of my room stood the woman in black. I froze and just stared at her. She walked to the other side of the room where the door was. She then walked out of the room and walked down the stairs. I could hear the creaking of the stairs as she walked down them. I was petrified. The following morning, I thought to myself, was I having a fucked dream or am I just fucked and this bitch followed me here from Mexico? (laughs) Here's the last sighting, more like experience, of her in my mother's house by me. Because as soon as I graduated, I moved out. My familia had went on holiday to Minneapolis, Minnesota for the weekend. I stayed home because I had to work. Based off my previous experiences with the noises and sightings, I decided to shut all the doors in the hallway. 
when my familia was in the casa, I slept with my bedroom door open. Not when I'm alone. Fuck that. In the middle of the night, I was woken up because I suddenly was cold. My blanket had been pulled off me and folded at the foot of the bed. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Every door was open in the hallway and my closet door was also open. Finally, every light in the house was also on. I immediately left and stayed at my friend's house. Uh, no thank you. Right. Then he's got part four, random sightings, coming soon to a podcast near you. Yikes. That's wild that it was folded. I mean, nice. I mean, thank you. But maybe leave me alone while I sleep. Maybe fold my clean laundry, not my (laughs) blankets that I'm trying to use. (laughs) I would almost welcome a ghost into my house if it's going to fold my laundry. If you want to fold my laundry, I will let you stay here and we will just coexist. Right? Like, I could use... Have a beer when you're done. Someone... Don't drink my beer. Fold my laundry. I would share one. I... You're a ghost. You don't need beer. You don't know. You need to fold my laundry. You're going to need beer when you're a ghost. (laughs) <laughs> maybe <laughs> haunt a brewery oh yes yes a good brewery right rusty, rusty acres, acres. <laughs> you're gonna have flies flying through your ghostly self all day <laughs> just kidding trev oh all right excited for part four, four. and five next week yeah all right, so I think that's it. Thank you to everyone who submitted our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you follow us on Facebook and yep. Instagram and the TikTok. Yep. And send us your stories to yes. bonusfeaturespod.com. We'll still take a spook if you want to send them. Yep. We've still got plenty more for the rest of the month, but we'll still we'll pile them on there. We'll read spooky stories all till day, Christmas every day. if we need to. I'm down for it. Uh, send us all your stories. Yep. Spooky, non-spooky. Um, Next month, our theme will be like um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving vibes, so yeah, like Black Eve, Friday, Black Friday, fun Thanksgiving family trots, meal, anything like that. Yeah, or just your regular old stories. We're still taking them too. Yep. December, I think we're gonna do just a Christmas theme. If you got mm-hmm. something crazy that happened at Christmas time, we'd love to hear about it. Yep. Uh, Featurespod at gmail.com. I'll say it again. Bonusfeaturespod at gmail.com. And I'll say it again. Thank you. Um, yeah, and these have been the, the bonus features. features. Of your lives. <laughs>